great things is that we get an opportunity to not be perfect in Girl Scouts. So, you know, I got to try things that I was not good at. And that was in a nice, safe environment to make mistakes, to fail, to not be the top cookie seller or not be the best at things so that they they understand that perfectionism is not is not what we strive for. We, you know, we want girls to be happy and healthy and um, well-rounded. And certainly we all want to do things well and to be excellent, but that's different from trying to be perfect. And I think it's- Welcome to Impractically Perfect. In a world where everyone's fighting to be flawless, we bring you the inspiring stories of accomplished performers. I'm your host, sports psychologist, Dr. Casey Cooper. Learn the secrets to their success from the best in the world of sports, art, theater, and business. Their stories will inspire you to find your personal best. Life's better when we realize we're all a little impractically perfect. On today's episode of Impractically Perfect, I am so thrilled and honored to be introducing someone I met just last year, but already feel a close kinship with, and that is the CEO of the Girl Scouts of Orange County, Vicki Shep. Welcome to the Welcome show, Vicki. We oh, try to have casual so natural conversations with leaders throughout our like community in so many different long. disciplines. And today we're going to be speaking with a natural, true leader, an inspirational person for women all over, but especially here in Southern California. Can you tell us a little bit about your role within Girl Scouts of Orange County so that people can understand what it is that the CEO does? Sure. Um, yes, as the CEO, I oversee the 30,000 members of Girl Scouts of Orange County and our council is the county. It's not bigger than that or anything. It's just the county. So we have about 30,000 members. That's close to 20,000 girls, and the rest are adults who support those girls. And my role, oh, you know, it's so complicated. <laughs> it's so easy. You know, I'm just, I'm just the leader of all that, and it's the best job ever. But I really, I oversee from the financial standpoint, you know, we have, we're a $12 million business with a $17 million endowment. So I have a financial aspect, uh, obviously the operations, including everything from cookies to camp to our great STEM programming and so much more uh, staff. We have about 80 staff. And then in the summer that goes up when we hire our camp staff as well as our fantastic volunteers. And of course, what we're all doing it for the girls. So it's just gotta be the best job ever. You know, I say that every day, it doesn't feel like a job. It's um, my passion. Yeah. And you've been, I'm assuming with Girl Scouts throughout your life as well. Sure. I, so I started as a girl here in Orange County. Um, I grew up mostly in Seal Beach and we have a fantastic Girl Scout program center. We call it the Girl Scout house in Seal Beach. But um, and that's where I did a lot of my Girl Scouting as a girl. I earned the highest award. Uh, so I'm considered a Gold Award Girl Scout. Uh, at the time, it was called the first class. And then I went off, uh, graduated. I didn't stay active until I became an adult and I did a couple of years of volunteerism and then landed a job as a program manager about 12 years ago and worked my way through the organization. I've uh, in Girl Scouts of Orange County, I've led the program department, the volunteer department, 
fund development, which all my friends called fund development, and oh, so much more. So by the time the position became open, I felt ready, and obviously the board of directors did. And so this is now in my second year of being the CEO, and I couldn't be more thrilled and honored to lead such a great organization. And I, I have noticed your impact and footprint in a lot of ways through what I've been seeing posted online and expansions of partnerships and things. Just congratulations with the wonderful work you're doing, um, really connecting Girl Scouts with their community even further. I mean, I, I've just noticed that as, as a parent, former Girl Scout here in Orange County as well. Um, so. well thank you. Yeah, that's really a big part of what I do is make connections. And so, um, as you've seen, I've been everywhere from the Orange County Department of Ed to the Vietnamese Lunar New Year celebration to the Orange County Buddhist Church's Girls' Day celebration, as well as working with some of our fantastic board members and donors and one of my One of my And, um, of course, one of our person. mutual loves. So Disney I do Land get Resort, the fun so of some going fun out with and talking about about Girl Scouts. Oh, yeah. Now, my first question about perfectionism for you is really, you know, when you heard that I was putting together these types of conversations, what intrigued you the most about wanting to be involved in, in a conversation about perfectionism? Well, you know, one of the great things that we do, and you're a Girl Scout and your daughter and, and I and so many other women who we know, one of the great things is that we get an opportunity to not be perfect in Girl Scouts. So, you know, I got to try things that I was not good at, and that was in a nice, safe they, environment they understand to make mistakes, that to fail, to not be not, the top cookie seller not or not be the best we, at things. You know, we want girls to be happy and healthy and um, well-rounded. And certainly we all want to do things well and to be excellent, but that's different from trying to be perfect. And I think it's so hard on girls when they try to be perfect. They're trying to be the perfect student and the perfect athlete and the perfect Girl Scout and the perfect daughter and the perfect girlfriend or whatever you know relationship they're in. So really breaking out of that and giving girls the space to just be is what we do so well. And, you know, when I first heard you talk about um, perfection, I, I was like, we have to work together. We have to do things together because it's just so aligned with what we want for girls in, in today's world where they have so, so much pressure. You're right. There are very few spaces where accepting a young lady, a young woman, where she's at and helping her develop where where she's going to go next and how and like you said in a safe way you're right there there are few places where they're not measuring themselves against something else right yeah. and yes they're getting measured against a gpa or their um the, the performances of the other people there in sports in theater it's it's almost like everywhere feels like a constant audition yeah and Hearing from you is that at a troop level, at a family level, at an organizational level, we accept you where you are, and then we want to help you figure out where you want to blossom from there. Yeah, that's that's such a great summary of it, you know, because we know that girls come from all different situations, right? They come from different uh, socioeconomic, where, whatever, wherever they are, but they also come from so many different places of passion. And we want girls to find their passion and to be able to explore, you know, just what you said, who they are and, and to discover those things. You know, I have a million stories of 
different girls who find their passion through a Girl Scout experience. You know, we have one girl who's doing robotics and, you know, her troop wasn't doing that, but we started a robotics league and we have this phenomenal volunteer who's leading it. And she is like on fire. You, I mean, if you meet her, <laughs> she can tell you all about it, way more about robotics than I have any skill set. But, you know, I don't think she would have gotten that in school. She certainly wouldn't have gotten it um, at home. Uh, she's got great parents, but they're not robotics. So, right. Right. It wouldn't have happened organically somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. So she really found that that place. And, you know, that team that she works on, they fail. They hey, build a robot that doesn't do the the required activity. And then they have to re regroup and figure it out, both for their personal part of the of the of the program, as well as as a team. And so they get both that experience of trying to figure out um, what happens when you make a mistake and not getting overly freak out when they make a mistake because that's the other thing is some girls even you know little girls when they're trying to do an art project and they don't put the eyeball in the right place they just get so tense about it and it, and it's you know giving what them do you think is the biggest misconception and find about what they're good at and what they like I think are some of the misconceptions like. well I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that we don't do outdoors you know and so Girl a lot Scouts. of times we'll hear well you're about cookies and crafts and can't and you know they forget the camping part but they you know we're so much more than cookies I mean cookies is phenomenal girls learn great business skills and it's a fantastic program but it's a six-week program we run all year long you know so girls are are getting outdoors we have girls doing everything from kayaking to hiking you know big long trails backpacking uh, water sports you know there's just so much outdoor that a girl can do uh, in Girl Scouts and I think that's a big misconception that we don't we don't have as much to offer you know we're putting in our camp um, uh, high ropes uh, a climbing platform to give those girls both that outdoor experience plus that challenge and then that feeling of success when she climbs up a 40 foot uh, climbing platform, you know? So that is a really big misconception. Also that it's not for big girls. You know, I was a Girl Scout all the way into high school and a lot of people think it's just for little girls. We serve girls in kindergarten through 12th grade and we have fantastic programs. And as a matter of fact, I think our older girl program is a really good secret. And unfortunately it's a little bit of a secret, but girls are traveling a girl go uh, travel with pandas in China last summer. You know, the older girls get to do some pretty phenomenal right. things. Pro oh, thank I'm you. In what way do you think um, either a intervention program you'd like to highlight or like if there's yeah. mom, bad job listening even, mm -hmm. um, or a dad, who is um, a leader of a, a Girl Scout troop and recognizes, wow, I didn't realize that we could be addressing perfectionism within our troop setting. What kind of program or badge opportunity would you like them to look at? So there are a couple of things. One, at our middle school level, which we call cadets, we have a phenomenal journey called a maze. And what a journey is, most people are real familiar with badges, right? You do mm -hmm. five steps and you earn a badge. Well, a journey kind of takes a deep dive into a topic. And a maze really looks at the twists and turns of relationships that girls experience. So you think about what that's like for a middle school girl, sixth, seventh, eighth grade girl who...
I encourage you to check out Amaze because it is proven to help girls really address some of the issues. We also have a program in our life skills and it's a patch it program. Is, and all about that's a little bit different. It's not a national program. It's a local And so there Orange are different County program providers throughout Orange County who are mm. working with this. And that is available for every level. Daisy up to ambassador. So, um, and it's progressive. So the girls at the different levels do different things. But those are two examples uh, of ways that there's specific programming. The other thing is to look at any of our badges or any of our national program and to to work with the girls as they're doing it. And so they understand it's not about doing it perfectly. It's about becoming good at something. It's about learning something new and then using and applying that knowledge. I enjoy the examples of learning it about personal best through almost like parallel process, right? It's it's not something what we're going to throw in your face with this message of we're going to teach you what personal best yeah. but rather through this amazed journey, through this creative experience, we recognize that you are going to learn this as a part of that process. So that's a great tip and piece of advice for Girl Scout troop leaders out there who who might not have, you know, seen anything pop up when they, you know, type in the word perfectionism or something. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, they wouldn't probably, none of that would come up. So, yeah. but you know, that, that is just, you're right. I mean, it's, it's really looking at the overall program and having the girl see the different ways to do things too, you know, mm -hmm. that there are different ways and what may be um, right for her might not be right for another girl as well. Right. Absolutely. I um, have fond memories of my time as both a young Girl Scout and as a junior cadet. And I, they're all wrapped up also in my family because my family was um, such a participant of it. And I am still close friends with members of my troop. <laughs> Me too. Itty bitty. And, um, and I'm just, I'm so excited to see Girl Scouts of Orange County running so strong right now, um, being so tried and true and, and, and adapting to the needs of the community um, as everything's changed. So it's just wonderful to see. There's some events coming up that I wanted to highlight and, and allow you to share with what they are, um, specifically Voice for Girls on May 10th. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? And then we'll obviously direct people on where to go to get there. Yes, I would be happy to. So this is our signature think tank um, advocacy type of event. It is fantastic. Uh, community leaders, business leaders, and education leaders come together. We have a keynote speaker who is L. Song Richardson. She's the dean of UCI's law school, and she is talking about unconscious bias, and mm -hmm. um, she is phenomenal. Then after she speaks, we have a girl panel. So we have uh, four or five high school girls talk about their own experiences with the topic that's mm -hmm. moderated by a, um, a, an alum Girl Scout. And then we do a table exercise so that everyone there talks about, well, how can we help our community, especially our girls and women uh, in this particular topic? So it's an interactive, uh, short kind of, well, it, 
eight to 10 or 11. So it's, 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 it goes quickly. It's fantastic. Folks really get a lot out of it. And it's really a time to hear not just the great things that Girl Scouts are doing, but really how we as a community can take action on an issue that's important to girls and women. And so um, that's at the Newport Beach Country Club. And uh, we do sell out of that one every year because it is one of our most popular events. So I encourage anyone who wants to hear some from some fantastic Girl Scouts as well as Dean Richardson to uh, join us that morning. I think it's wonderful that they're covering such a poignant topic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's brave. That's not necessarily what people would automatically expect when they think of Girl Scouts of Orange County. Yeah. And, you know, we actually had a girl do one of her Gold Award projects, within, a couple have, but um, in this realm of unconscious bias and what she can do about it as a young teenager and being able to really make a difference. And, and we are so inclusive that this is important to us as well. Uh, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And if someone were interested in getting their um, child involved in Girl Scouts or wanting to volunteer um, with Girl Scouts of Orange County, where can they go? How can they find you? So the easiest thing to do is to go to our website, which is www.girlscoutsoc.org. And there is a join and volunteer button on it. It's super simple. Uh, it's, it's somewhat automated. And then we have staff who follow up and help place a girl in a troop as well as um, find the volunteer opportunities. So I'm we glad always you that out because so many people think we can, I've got to get enough people together to form a troop. I can't just, you know, that if they don't, if they can get their child matched is what yes. you're saying. Okay. Yeah, so both ways work, and sometimes we might not have a troop in an area, and that's where we will try to get enough interested adults and, and girls to, to form one, but there are what we call open troops, and it's actually, you know, um, very easy. There's a catalog, you put your zip code in, it shows what's available around, there's different levels, and so um, girls can join any time of the year, they don't have to wait for September, they're welcome to join now, and uh, we do have girls uh, joining starting in April who will start kindergarten so there's also a new option for our brand new girls to start joining so if you are a pre-k uh, parent that's that's a new thing that's coming out and I believe it's April 1st or 15th so we can help them out as well but again girls can join at any age as well and volunteers there's a there's the same kind of process they go in they put their information in and then we work with them to find the right opportunity for them Yep. Get involved, people. It's still yep. fun. Yeah. What fun is still fun. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sometimes the adults have more fun, I think. <laughs> well, we appreciate it maybe from a different perspective because there's a reflection piece too, right? Yeah. So but as we wrap things up today, and thank you so much for taking the time. Um, You are such an important figure in this very important organization, and I know you're extremely busy, so I appreciate oh, your thank time. Thank you. Thank you. But this last segment is, your is medium what makes of art Vicky Shep just because I know the rest of the Okay, <laughs> very good. Well, I would say my favorite is metal. And so I love to do metal casting and fabrication. It's it really is my favorite.
it is the veggie. Last question for you. What is your standing favorite rather, pizza order? And because from it doesn't there. have red sauce and it's vegetarian from Round Table. And finish this last sentence for me with okay. a word that does not Fine. begin in P. Okay. Practice makes. I hope practice does make fun. That's Why what not? we need in a because lot of stuff the that more we're doing. You do something, yeah, the more you're going to so enjoy So much it, for taking right? the time, Vicki. <laughs> and I wish you a wonderful, wonderful event. Voice for Girls, May 10th. For more information,